And now, on with the show. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone, uh, to Weekend Watch. We are here once again like clockwork to talk to you all about our favorite movies and shows streaming on your favorite streaming platforms this weekend. Uh, I'm sitting here, me, Spencer with Keith. Yo. And David. Hi. Robot David. Sorry. Uh, and we're also, (laughs) we're also joined by our, our impromptu guest this week, our, our good friend, AJ, AJ, how's it going today? Hey, howdy. And hello everyone. Uh, Now, I know we already published our St. Patrick's Day episode last week, but that was just because we wanted to get it out before uh, the actual holiday. But we are actually recording this episode on St. Patrick's Day, so most of us have had a few drinks this evening. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you drinking now, Keith? That's the same thing. I poured another glass of Lagavulin. Nice. Got that, got that nice scotch going. Yeah. Uh, I am still working on uh, a left-hand brewery milk stout. AJ, you still, still working on that sour? I just cycled through it onto my next open space haze. Going for the IPA. Very nice. All right. David, you got your coffee? Uh, I've moved on to some uh, tortilla chips. Oh. Just a nice bag of, of some corn tortilla chips. Those are not Irish. Or are they a drink? <laughs> no, no, just corn tortilla. No, <laughs> no, no. Are you dipping them in anything? No, they're, they're salted. <laughs> That's not what I asked at all. <laughs> I, what do you? I I don't know. I don't understand. Are you the, dipping in salt? I didn't say that like, I are you, David? Anything. I don't know I if you know this or not. But chips, and then I stopped the sentence. I don't. Traditionally, like, corn tortilla chips are dipped in either a salsa or a dip. If you want to get a little, you want to get a little. No, I understand that. But I'm some saying cheddar on top. You, baby, I told you, you what I'm doing, and I stopped my thing. And then you kept asking questions, and I don't know why. Because I'm, I'm utterly fascinated by the things that you do. <laughs> You've never just like snacked on some chips. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you had a salsa or something. Nope. Just doing just doing some snacking. Raw right. dog chips. <laughs> be careful. You're gonna you gotta don't want to be too cruel to the roof of your mouth. Just fucking raw dog enough. Fuck yep. you, roof of the mouth. I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm gonna tear you to shreds. Uh, in the yeah, interest of asking that questions. episode of Dexter's Lab, where the chip gets like embedded inside of his cavity and his tooth. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that gave me hey. a complex. I still worry about that. Honestly, I remember that episode <laughs> vividly, and I genuinely am concerned that this is going to happen to me. I, I understand. gave me the same, the same complex. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. David David picked Dexter's Laboratory as one of his recommendations back in one of our earliest episodes. Hey, good pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great cartoon. Go back and listen to that episode, you heathens. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, uh, we've got a whole fresh round of picks this week. We got some movies. Maybe a show or two? I don't remember. Yeah, I got shows. Wow, we got shows. That's right. Um, no theme. We're just going to jump into it. David made his own theme because he was mad at us for leaving him out of, of Danny McBride week. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's not even why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Nuh-uh. laughs> anyway, Danny McBride week, right? Uh, that was an impromptu week, actually. That wasn't even an actual theme week. 
But this week, uh, we're gonna we're gonna let Keith start off. Keith, why don't you give us our first uh, non theme week pick? All right, I'll start us off with uh, with a great comedy show that uh, I just recently started trickling my way into. This is going to be, I believe, on Hulu. Let me just double check before I say that. Uh, yeah, it's on Hulu. Um, this is a show called Broad City. Wait, is that on Hulu? Fuck, I know it I was at one point. That's where I okay. watched it. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, both my picks are on Hulu. That's why I was confused. Okay, Broad City. It's on Hulu. The best way I could describe this show is if you took Workaholics and put um, Amy Poehler in charge of it and gave these two gals the reins, and it, it's like the female version of Workaholics. And holy fuck, does it hit the mark? This shit is hilarious. Um, have you guys watched the? I, I, I mean, there's not much else I could say other than that. It's like a. It, it has continuity and everything, but it's just kind of a yeah. a story of these kind of stupid things yeah. that these girls do, and it's fucking hilarious. I love them. Oh yeah, just a couple. Of, it's just a classic comedy, central stoner comedy. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah it's it's raunchy. It's funny. It's it's it feels more realistic too. It's absurd to yeah. in, in very hilarious ways. It's it's a great show. Yeah, I love I'm it. Glad. I'm glad you guys have all seen it. You really like it because I've I've met some people that don't think it's all that great, and I don't get that. It's like, what? How are you not laughing at the ridiculousness of these these two these two girls? Are they're fucking stupid and and <laughs> hilarious all at the same time? They get themselves into the worst situations, and it's hilarity the whole time. Like I I, I absolutely adore it. Yeah, I'm with you. It's great to just throw on in the background and. I mean, it's like, it, like there's not like a whole lot of continuity to it. It's not like you need to pay super close attention. You just got to check in every once in a while and pay it, appreciate these ridiculous situations. Yeah, definitely. It's been around a Man, while. Right? How, many, how many seasons are there? Got five seasons. Yeah. Started in 2014. The latest season was 2019. Uh, so it, it's binge worthy for sure. I think there's like 10 to 13 episodes per season. So it, it's a fantastic show to binge. I can't recommend it enough. Again, it's on Hulu. A Comedy Central original. Yeah. Is there another season? Have you looked into that? Like, is it going to be, was it renewed? Um, I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. You know what it the reminded me of? The only news I'm seeing about it is, oh, the, sorry, the only news I'm seeing about it is Alana Glazer is pregnant. So uh, maybe they're going to forego another season. I don't know. Yeah, this is Screen Rant saying there won't be a season six, unfortunately. Boo, but congratulations, Elon, I fucking guess. Yeah, I mean, that's a big bummer, but five seasons is is pretty good stuff. That's not like it was cut too, too short or anything. Fair enough. There's not a lot of Comedy Central shows that make it that long either. Yeah, oh, true, true. true. Uh, I was watching it, and it reminded me of um, if if the girls from Pen15 grew up and lived I in was, the city. I was thinking the same shit. Like sure. I was definitely thinking the same shit. They do have that like BFFF vibe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, if you guys like Pen Fifteen, check out Broad City. It's it's more adult version of that kind of humor. It's fantastic. Uh, David, why don't you go next? Uh, all right, my first pick in my sort of impromptu theme week is going to be Judge Dredd, the nineteen ninety five Sylvester Stallone cyber. Hey, yeah. Hey David. hey David. It's hey literally David. right as you get to the moment of substance of whatever you're talking about that you go <laughs> immediately into a robot every fucking time. time too. Okay. 
Should we do an impression of David doing it, but not robot, so people can? My first purpose, Judge Dredd. Sylvester Stallone, 1995. You're nailing it, man. That just sounds like uh, it sounds Wait, exactly. Was it you? Right? <laughs> yeah, I thought there was anyway, two of you. I'm here uh, in double. What? Keep going. Uh, in the crime-plagued future, the only thing standing between order and chaos is Judge Joseph Dredd. His duty, police the violent metropolitan sprawls that crowd the decaying earth and kill criminals on the spot if necessary. The tables are turned, however, when, when maniacal ex-judge Rico frames Dredd for murder. But as his opponents soon discover, not even a prison sentence can stop Dredd from doing, doling, excuse me, out his signature brand of justice. Uh, this is, I don't know, it's pretty standard. Uh, this is, okay, this is... Uh, pretty much the same thing as demolition man but uh in different shades of color uh and it's not bad <laughs> i would like to wholeheartedly disagree with you about it being well, not bad. I'm with no you one on really cares about your opinion spencer that i mean I that's know, why we made the show i'm not sure if this person is a judge a policeman or a vigilante yeah so okay so the premise of the comic book is that it's like it's like overcrowded future and they don't have the resources to like arrest people and try them and whatnot so they train up these judges to judge people on the spot and you know kill execute you if necessary it's a comic book it's not a pretty good comic book and uh the first attempt at making it into a movie is uh a worthy i think oh Ooh. man Ooh. i don't know <laughs> okay so I, I like the concept, all right? I understand the whole dystopian uh, justice is now in the hands of, of a select few, and there's no, no you know, chance for appeal, and there's just not enough resources to go around, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. It's fine. It's a good concept. I like that part of it. I have no problem with that. It's strong. It's a solid concept. The movie like itself... 1995. Yeah, this 1995 may have just been the wrong time to try to make this. Because there's so much wrong with it. Sylvester Stallone, terrible pick. Bad, bad call. You're wrong. The Rob man, Schneider. Rob Schneider. Fantastic. This is Rob Schneider at his peak. And <laughs> Rob Schneider's character is not. Come on. No, he was <laughs> actually probably the best part of this movie. If that tells you anything about how good this movie is. Oh, Rob man. Schneider's 10 minutes on screen was the best part of the whole film. Not a good time. Did you guys see? Did you guys see? Herschel from The Walking Dead there at the end. I know you recognize that, that was Herschel from The Walking Dead. Do you not did you recognize him? Yeah, I saw him. He was he he had the hillbilly son with the messed yeah. up face. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I saw um, him and I was like, that's fucking Herschel. And I pointed out to Mystic and I was pretty excited about it. He looked old in ninety-five. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't age much between ninety-five and what was that two thousand fifteen or something? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Uh, He's just stuck in that age. Back to this terrible movie. Uh, Keith, yeah, you made a point amazing. while we were not recording yet about uh, some of the writing about how bad it was. It's bad, man. They the, like they're trying to be super futuristic with things, and they miss the mark on almost all of them. Um, I every like cool one liner that they were supposed to that Stallone was supposed to deliver was just the worst thing I've ever had to endure through a film. Like. It was bad. Stallone was bad, man. He, he like, it really was. 
like I was worried. I don't know. It, it was the worst acting from Stallone that I can remember. And that is including things like cliffhanger and other movies. You're a liar. Okay. Just- <laughs> Uh, also, specifically, Cliffhanger is your example. <laughs> I like Cliffhanger. That's that's not that's neither here nor there. Are layering on mental disabilities? I cannot believe. I'm so no, robot. Right so I don't know, your point is moved. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. Here's one of my biggest gripes. That's not to do with the writing or the acting. It turns into a robot. <laughs> so here's my issue. I'm going to point out one thing there, his costume. Oh God. The judges the wear like skin tight spandex. <laughs> with with Kevlar, giant epaulets. <laughs> okay. It's gotta be sexy for the kids. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it looks like it's supposed to be made of solid gold. It, it is like three feet tall off of his shoulders. It makes no sense. It's like warrior it like shoulders from World of Warcraft. No, yes, man. it does look like it looks like a terribly mismatched set of World of Warcraft armor. <laughs> He's got a fucking like armored fucking jock on and then black spandex everywhere. You have to else. protect the like, dick extra. Come on, don't you shoot do? my shoulders and don't shoot is, my that dick. That was a bold cod piece. <laughs> no, it was. It's just what happens when you wear a set of armor for stats instead of set bonuses. <laughs> oh man! I hate that his fucking helmet was crooked the entire movie. He's like the <laughs> lone crooked fucking head couldn't hold this helmet. <laughs> oh, oh man! David really likes it, so everyone should go watch Judge Dread on Hulu. Uh, and you know, you can judge for yourself. Oh, oh I see what yeah. you did there. Oh man, I'm gonna go now. Uh, my first pick this week is uh, uh, which one should I do? I'll do this one. Uh, currently streaming on Prime, no Netflix, is the 2016 movie Free Fire. Uh, Free Fire is a movie about a black market arms deal that goes outrageously wrong. Uh, Justine, played by Brie Larson, finds herself caught in the crossfire, forced to navigate through a warehouse full of trigger happy madmen who are all hanging on for dear life. Uh, it's a fun action comedy. Uh, it's got a pretty star studded cast. Um, it all takes place in this one evening in this warehouse where these in the, it takes place in the seventies. Uh, so you got a couple of IRA guys trying to do a, trying to purchase a bunch of weapons from an arms dealer. Uh, a couple of things go wrong and suddenly everybody is, is shooting at each other and hiding behind, you know, stone pillars and, and all this shit in this old abandoned warehouse. Um, it gets more and more ridiculous the further it goes on. Uh, I just find it to be a pretty outrageously entertaining movie. Uh, it's only an hour and a half long, and it's basically one giant bullet storm comedy. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was fun. Um, absolutely ridiculous. Um, what's his name? The So Brie Larson's character, and then what's it? Killian Murphy? Killian Murphy, yeah. Um when he's like, they're in the middle of a firefight and he's still just hitting on her and stuff. Like there's <laughs> so many glancing shots. This is a ridiculous movie. It is, it's a lot of fun. I thought it was great. Uh, I was trying to play some Valheim while watching this. I ended up just ignoring the game. Uh, what's his name? Char, um, Charlto. Yeah. I love him. You put him in a movie and I I'm there. I love him. I don't know what it is about him, but he's fantastic. Uh, yeah, 
like I said, the cast is great. Charlton Copley, Army Hammer is in it. Uh, Brie Larson, Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, uh, Martin Scorsese was an executive producer on it. Oh, cool. Uh, David, you watched this one, right? Because you accidentally watched this instead of one of my picks from last week. <laughs> yeah, there's an Irish guy in it, so I figured. <laughs> if, if it, in no way did he, he was like sitting through the movie going like this is a, this wouldn't be his pick like no i could i was watching i was like oh i definitely know why this would have been his pick same patty's day picks i hear a nice guy uh, no, yeah, i was great it's a it's a really fantastic action flick damn it it's gonna happen it's gonna i mean we good we passed it now mostly yeah we Roll on. It's a it's a great flick. It, it really is. I had a very good time watching it. I was playing Valheim as well. Um, I don't think that I neglected Valheim though. Well, that's a poor choice. I'm I'm not saying that I was. I I paid enough attention to the movie. Good. <laughs> I just like to criticize your choices. I like to criticize your face. Nice. This, this Sick. You the... landed that one. You brought that one right into the runway. Well done. This didn't get the audience score that I expected it to. 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't know why. Like, I thought it was fun. I don't know what people were looking for in this. It wasn't serious. It didn't take itself seriously, like, at all. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why they didn't like it. Maybe they're looking for a movie that's going to I mean, it's definitely a comedy, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. It's got a 69% tomato meter score. Certified fresh. Nice. 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 Uh, anyway, let's move on. Uh, so yeah, check out free fire currently streaming on Netflix. Keith back to me. All right. Uh, this next pick is, is it's, this is just such an amazing show. I started watching it again with my wife, but she's been madly addicted to love Island. So, uh, we kind of put this on hold while she does that. And I, I got to get back into it because we got to finish this show as it continues through. This is, of course, Attack on Titan. It is also on Hulu. If you haven't seen this show and you're sitting there thinking, I'm not going to watch that weeb shit, shut the fuck up. Go put on Attack on Titan and watch that weeb shit. Because this, this, I've got to say, like, put aside that it is an anime because that puts off so many people because they they immediately think waifu pillows and and sailor moon like their their cousin's brother came to the sleepover that one time with his waifu pillow and they'll never watch weeb shit again put that aside and go watch attack on titan because this show is fucking phenomenal um it's got horror aspects it's got the politics it's got the action it's got the gore like it is so fucking good the characters the character progression season to season the story development there's just so much i could get into with this show that you you have to watch it it's it i'll give a little breakdown of what we're watching here and it's it's hard to say like timing of it it's 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 a it's kind of a post-apocalyptic but it's set kind of in feudal times so there's not a lot of technology around it there we don't know yeah, I, yeah, sure. Uh, it, it, we know that um, the Asian cultures have kind of died out, and that's a pretty rare race these days. So there's things that we find out throughout the seasons that uh, about this world that tie them kind of to our world, but not really. Um, and it's this massive city, basically. Um, I don't know. It's m- many cities within these massive walls that are protecting the people within them from the titans which are these big giant kind of 
people that are eating people. So uh, it, it's this whole epic surrounded in this this fantasy world of surviving the Titans, and it follows specifically a few of these kids growing up and and kind of their tragic stories. And it's fucked up and brutal and amazing. It, it have you guys watched this show? This is. This I've is watched, I'm talking about the show, not the movie. I haven't watched the movie. I've heard I it's terrible. The movies either. Uh, I made it probably a little over halfway through the first season. Okay. Uh, I I had heard of it, but I wasn't had no intention of watching it until you recommended it. And after I watched that first episode, I binged like straight through as far as I could until today. It's hard not uh, to. It sucks you in that quick. It really does. I'm not usually a huge anime fan. Like uh, there's a few that I've enjoyed, but I don't, you know, I'm not into it as a, as a genre really. But this one really, like I said, it sunk its claws into me and, and I just can't wait to keep going. Yeah. Like I told you, it just keeps getting better season to season. The story development is incredible. The characters are awesome. Um, as you keep watching that first season is amazing. And then all of a sudden, you're getting what the fuck moments like all the time throughout yeah. the second and third seasons. It's great. It's yeah. um, you know, you can, I will say the episodes are fairly short, probably like what, 18 minutes of actual show. Yeah. The intro is like four minutes long for some reason. <laughs> it's anime. Like recap and then the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's like 18 minutes an episode. It's not that hard to get through. If you, you know, fast forward through all of that. Um, I will say that it does take a little bit of getting used to. Some of the episodes are definitely filler. Um, yes. I think there was an entire episode where they were uh, they were having a debate. I won't, like I said, I won't go too far into it. I don't want to spoil anything. But um, I know the one you're talking about, and it's a whole lot of dialogue. But it's actually like entertaining dialogue as is. far as as like animes go. I look back on like the filler episodes of Dragon Ball Z, and it was like, good God, why the fuck did you do this? Like, right. there's no need for this episode. And, and the filler at least gives you entertainment and information. There's a little bit of advancement. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad thing. Um, but like I said, just, you know, keep that in mind that if you're not used to, you know, anime and that kind of style of, of storytelling, it is a little bit jarring. This one does a really good job of, of mitigating that, but it is something to keep in mind. Definitely. David, what did you think? Uh, I think about the first two seasons, I think I borrowed the, DVDs from a friend. Uh, it's fantastic. It's a really great anime. Um, and I definitely need to finish it off with the final season coming out. Yeah, for, yeah, sure. for sure. Season four is just released, I think. In fact, even on Hulu, there are only the the subbed episodes are available. They haven't done the English dubs yet. Yeah. Or at least they haven't released them yet. Um, AJ, have you seen Attack on Titan? I watched a little bit of it, but kind of uh to respond to what keith was saying i'm not about that weeb shit <laughs> not for me like i said there, i understand that there have only been uh, like two or three that i've ever really gotten into like uh death note and cowboy bebop yeah, and i watched this shit amazing anime gundam wing and but gundam wing it's just because i have a very strong personal connection to that it's not good i tried to <laughs> yeah, tried to watch Attack on Titan. It was like, it's pretty cool, I guess, when you think about it. I remember like not really knowing who the characters were, and then every character died. And then there was this whole new set of characters, and I didn't know who they were this time, and I just got over it. <laughs> I get that. That's fair. Uh, right on. So check out Attack on Titan, currently streaming on Hulu. Correct. David, 
David, it's your turn. Spencer, all right, let's get the robot shit out of the way. Tell me if I'm a robot right now before we dive in to my next suggestion. It's going to be Go as soon it. as you say Which it. Which is <laughs> dread. Uh, all right, so this movie mm -hmm. is obviously better than the than the old uh, Judge Dread. Uh, this is also on Hulu. Uh, when did this one come out? Uh, 2012. Carl Urban killing it as a very um, fucking. I, I'm blanking on the word right now. Stoic, very stoic, very badass Judge Dread, future cop. Uh, here's a description. Mega City One is a vast, violent metropolis where felons rule the streets. The only law lies with cops called judges who act as judge, jury, and executioner. And Dredd, played by Carl Urban, is one of the city's most feared. One day, Dredd is partnered with Cassandra, a rookie with powerful psychic abilities. A report of a terrible crime. Robot. Robot. My mom. Your mom's robot. My my rope. Anyway, uh, a drug lord who will stop at nothing to protect her empire. Um, this is a, I, I think this is a very, very fantastic action flick cyberpunky awesomeness yeah this this movie is 100 percent cyberpunk and i was into it yeah it's fucking dope uh this one this is this is a, actually a good movie i know david and i were talking about it a while back and before i had revisited it i was thinking back on it and it's like yeah i i remember liking it okay but they probably could have done it a little better i've revisited it no Let's keep this as an origin story and let's keep it moving. I want more dread, man. Yeah, After watching this sure. again, I was, I'm digging this style. I really, like you said, Carl Urban's fucking money. The whole I was going to say that. I want to see specifically Carl Urban. Kill it? What? What'd you say, AJ? I said, when does he not kill it? Yeah, that, that is true. He's fucking fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. Lena Headley is mama and she was fucking brilliant as well. Um, yeah, she was great. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed this movie. You know, I'm glad I revisited it because it did not live up in my head. And then watching it again, it was like, damn, this is too dope. This is actually a good film. Uh, the one-liners that I said, Stallone uh, could barely stroke his way through. Carl Urban just fucking ripped it up. Yeah. I oh, disagree. Man. We did not get a very satisfying out of Carl. That was even and, better because it went robotic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he does say that at one point, but it's it's not a it's not a right. Strokey Stallone scream. <laughs> Strokey Stallone. <laughs> oh man, uh, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was way better. Um, I love the the actual dystopian feel of it instead of the. I don't know the abomination we got in the original. The ninety-five um, Jim Henson. Shut up. It was Muppety. Stop it felt making Muppety. Me, stop, stop making me shit talk that movie that I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, it was. It was if the Muppets did post-apocalyptic movie. Anyway, this one's way better. Watch that was this awesome. One. This one was the Muppets movie. are great. They if are. the Muppets did a dread, it would be better than the ninety-five. You are correct. I, I would be so, the Muppets like, were great at everything they did. Bring back Stallone, and you wouldn't be able to tell him apart from the other Muppets. Good point. <laughs> Mystic made a comment about the actor that played Rico about his eyes being too far apart. <laughs> he, I don't. I, anyway, 
Yeah, that was her biggest complaint. Uh, it was the perfect movie outside of that. When we were, oh yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it a bit, David. And one point that you made about um, Dread, the the 2012 film with Carl Urban, was the way they portrayed the like gargantuan oh, yeah. size of these buildings, of these mega scrapers, skyscrapers that they're in. It, you really felt it. You felt like you were 200 stories up. You felt like one level of this was bigger than a city block like it, it really felt big he, like like mega city yeah like seventy five thousand people lived in this one building and it you know it comprised apartments uh industry levels um retail spaces it every it was like a self-contained town and it's i i think the comparison that i gave to you is uh the game cyberpunk the character lives in one of these mega buildings but never once do you get the feel for just how fucking massive they are right and you get well, that I, feeling I the entire that. time in dread like I, I liked it because you have this post-apocalyptic world that's you know this giant world that's out there these mega cities and um you know but they chose to focus the story down on this one building and this one crime uh and it it was cool it was yeah. Yeah. really interesting way to use what could have been this sprawling disjointed uh you know, setting that could have made the movie feel too too big too right. epic yeah and i i do think that's a that's what the the first movie suffered from was you know there there's the in this this city that they say stretches from boston to washington dc this massive just crush of people you there's you can't save the world you're you're far too insignificant so yeah the the carl urban dread had a far more realistic small feel to it and even though he was there to like in that one building it was still big enough you know yeah definitely for sure um right on so check out dread it's currently streaming on hulu and prime i I noticed it on prime today when i was browsing around yeah i saw it there too you're right uh, so with that, we'll move on. I think that makes it my pick as the last one. Uh, my second pick of the day is wait, the two thousand four. You what? Just saying, I don't get a turn. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have you on for a proper week where you can make some picks too, like a real actual pick. You had never heard of this show before today. <laughs> you don't get a turn. TV. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can help me with this next one. The 2004 absolute classic Euro Trip. Oh, this was one of the first movies I masturbated to. <laughs> oh, dang. Good choice. <laughs> oh, for real. Oh, good man, choice. Good no. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's a really good movie to do that. You like pausing your VHS tape? <laughs> In the DVD extras, Harry at the Spy goes topless. <laughs> That's true. What? Yeah. There's also plenty of other boobs in this movie. Yeah, yep. there's there's like other boobs, but Harriet the Spy, you guys. Harriet the Spy boobs. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you're you're right. Harriet the Spy. She's and she is older Harriet the Spy. She's not. She, it's not like actual <laughs> Harriet the Spy boobs. That that would she be is. bad. Yeah, yeah she like, is. Well, she is appropriately aged Harriet the Spy. Yes. What was her? Uh, what was her character's name on Pete and Pete? Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh, I can I, I only Pete ever remember Selma Blair's character Penelope. Penelope, yeah. Anyway, she was also on Pete and Pete. Moving on though, Euro Trip is the 2004 film 
where my synopsis go. After a brutal breakup at a high school graduation party, lovelorn Ohio teen Scott Thomas goes on a quest across Europe to find his sexy German pen pal, Mika. Joining him are his brainless buddy and a pair of twins. Uh, they meet up with in Paris. Scott's quest does not turn out to be easy, however, and the backpackers become embroiled in many farcical situations as they hop from country to country. Uh, like I said, this this is an absolute classic for me, and I got really excited when I saw that it was finally streaming somewhere because I've been waiting for it to show up uh, somewhere for years um, just to revisit it. This was one I watched a ton back in high school. I think we probably all did. Um, and I was pleasantly oh, yeah. surprised to rewatch it because a lot of movies from the early 2000s and late 90s uh, didn't age very well, you know, as, as far as, you know, punching down and stuff like that. But this movie really did hold up. There's not any I mean, like, there, you know, there's no gay bashing. There's nothing like that. It's, it, it holds up really well. What are you talking about? The whole premise of the movie is he's made this mistake and he like gay bashes uh, Mike, like his pen pal Micah who he thought was a guy was hitting, hitting on him. him, but it's not, he wasn't gay bashing him. I mean, he was like, I mean, I'm, not I'm not saying, I'm not saying that the whole movie, movie. Yeah. it wasn't that bad. Come on. The movie was not like out to gay bash, but I'm saying it had its own, sh- it had enough of the nineties, like sex. There's still bashing. a little bit of that there. That being said, yes, I also just recently rewatched can't hardly wait. And they, they were dropping F bombs, not fuck like crazy in that movie. And it felt bad. Yeah, and I, I remember watching Can't Hardly Wait when I was like 13, 14 years old at my friend's house and his like his his mom was like there with us and she was like a strict lady. And I watched that again recently too, and it was like, how how was I allowed to watch this? <laughs> uh anyway, back to the movie. Uh Can't Hardly Wait or not Can't Hardly Wait shit. <laughs> Euro trip. Uh, <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> um it's just good. It's uh it's got a good cast. Not a lot of people other than that I could even remember other than Michelle Trachtenberg. Uh, Lucy Lawless has a small bit part. That's fun. Yeah. That uh, was fun. The German who's sex that? dungeon. Damn, oh, Hunter Hunter. Sex. <laughs> sex. Um, who's that comedian? What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Fred Armis. Armis. Oh yeah. Fred Armis. Oh, yeah. I think it was, this was like one of the first times that I saw him on the train. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, the, that's like the best scene. It's goozy. I I still say that. Like every once in a while, I still get a nisguzi in my head. Yeah, he's he has the best cameos ever. Whenever <laughs> really? I see him show up, it's like he he's the best. Um, I hug you, man. <laughs> oh, Vinny Jones. Vinny oh yeah, Jones. Vinny Jones is in it. Yeah, Vinny Jones. When I, I Vinny looked Jones up thing. and saw Vinny Jones, and was like, oh shit. Oh. We all know who the best cameo in that movie is, though, right? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Bader. Matt Damon. Diedrich movie Bader. Length music video to the song Scotty doesn't know. I love how it follows them around. They're in that club, and it's like that, like it. that housey music. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still the same. <laughs> <European> <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, I think that song is probably the most lasting relic of this movie and it's it's fantastic yeah uh yeah i don't know it, it's it's probably one of my favorite teen comedy movies ever definitely yeah, watch it's up there with days and confused fast times at ridgemont high like it, it's one of those teen comedies those high school comedies that is just kind of timeless and you can always go back and laugh at yeah for sure True. uh so everyone should I go check out euro trip this is my car <laughs> 
so check out Euro Trip. Currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, weirdly enough, it has, well, not weirdly enough. It makes perfect sense. Uh, the tomato score is forty seven percent. The audience score seventy five percent. Which yeah, is that, probably that pretty sense. good, pretty normal for a raunchy teen comedy. Yeah, uh, and I think that's it. That's all our recommendations for this week. Uh, nothing else to do there. David, however, does have a warning for us this week. Something that is definitely not worth watching. Don't waste your time uh, checking out uh, this thing. David's about to tell you not to watch. David, what's your warning this week, buddy? Well, so I just want to upfront make some clarifications because. There's there's definitely going to be some confusion here. I know that our audience is comprised of highly intelligent individuals, so I, I want to make sure that we all know what we're talking about. So Grey's Anatomy is a written textbook that is uh, probably one of the most influential medical textbooks and has been in continuous production since 1858. Now, contrast that against Grey's Anatomy, the bullshit fucking soap opera that is so goddamn garbage and fucking infectious and every goddamn where. That's my poop. I hate that show all the way. It but you loved 1995's Judge Dredd? <laughs> yes, absolutely. 1995 Judge Dredd is fucking Citizen Kane compared to Grey's Anatomy. Oh, man. I would watch all whatever, like, 38 seasons of Grey's Anatomy before I watch Judge Dredd again. Fucking idiot. I will say, I don't understand how the show has gone on so long. Aren't they on, like, season 16 or something? It is. It's a, it's a ridiculous amount of seasons. I think there's, like, 35 episodes a season or something like that, too. Each fucking episode that I have ever been subjected to is purely infuriating there this is an entire cast of doctors i have never seen them do anything doctor they fucking stand around in the goddamn locker room making shitty doe eyes at each other and fucking it is obnoxious i mean er was surgical procedural show probably doesn't have that much uh i mean maybe i was too young to be you gotta have that and then make them bang yeah i I was too young for er maybe to like all the way aware do they i don't know Maybe I was too young like to be George all the way aware. Clooney was on that show. George Clooney was definitely yeah, getting some in the nineties. George Clooney fucks. Oh, George Clooney fucks like crazy. Um, <laughs> ER was definitely the better hospital drama, in my opinion. But I also grew up with ER. I remember that that dog shit show as well. Yeah. My wife is gonna hate this when she hears this episode. She <laughs> loves Grey's Anatomy. I watched Grey's Anatomy is dog shit. I think I watched like two or three. Scrubs it was on top of that pedestal. That's but fair. Scrubs, Scrubs isn't like a drama. I, mean, I guess it has drama in yeah. it, but Scrubs is 100% comedy. There's like, that is comedy gold. Yeah. Like, that fucking fantastic. Love that show. You can't call Scrubs a that masterpiece with season nine looming at the end there. I guess we you're right. Season nine. We, we ignore season nine. We, season nine gets crystal skulled. That we're going to like. <laughs> we just, just high <laughs> <laughs> it's awful oh man let's see here I'm, I'm gonna look up see just exactly how oh they've had a ton of spin-offs too yeah the Academy. the redhead had her spin-off yeah it's like home practice really practice what lonely sad pathetic people are giving these shows ratings get a life I was watching There's Sideways. David, Sideways was one of my picks last week. With your emotions and your feminine side doesn't mean that you get to shit all over <laughs> me. Watch me. 
and hold my beer. 370 episodes over 17 seasons. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. I would watch every That's single one of those before I watched the 1995 Judge Dredd again. <laughs> I would rather shoot myself in the head 317 times. How? I would make it through each one somehow. <laughs> just like everybody else in America. You just tell he'll do it by his bootstraps. <laughs> just bootstrap this suicide attempt so on that note don't watch <laughs> Grey's Anatomy unless you're into that sort of thing and then go ahead and do I don't know uh, and on that we're going to end thank you everyone for sticking it out on this extra long episode uh, check out our picks or don't uh, again I don't care uh, we don't do forget don't forget to check out our Facebook page we have one of those we also have multiple Twitter accounts for each of us uh, and a website, threeguysoneup.com. On that website, you can find a very special link to our very special Patreon, where you too can give us $5 a month so that we can keep talking to you like this with Thanks. our podcast. We appreciate you, patrons. Did I forget anything? Was that all the plugs? It sounds like all the plugs. That might be all the plugs. If you want to listen to us talk about video games and shit, check out Three Guys One Up, part of the Three Guys One Up podcast network. AJ is also on our this week's episode of Three Guys One Up. And with that, thank you, AJ, for sitting in with us and uh, talking about all all our movies and, and shit. You're welcome. No, don't I'm... worry. We'll we'll give you. We'll have you on where you can make your own picks soon too. Don't worry. He looks worried. He's probably a little worried. I'd be a little worried if I was him. He's crap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna end it. I don't know where to go from here. Good night, everyone. We'll see you next week for uh, another theme. Goodbye.